Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, so we are continuing on. This is part two of the World Cup preview. Interesting on the back end in terms of some of these matchups uh, with the uh, the group stages. You know, from my perspective, uh, you've got a very interesting dynamic in Group B between Spain and Germany. Because, you know, everyone expects Germany to advance. And I'm not saying that Japan is a world beater. But there's a real chance, in my opinion, that if you're going to get an upset and somebody gets knocked out, it's going to be Germany and it, it would be... Uh, to the, the likes of Japan, where Japan, I could see a scenario where Japan uh, get uh, can get in, and it's uh, it's a it's a little it's a little bit tricky because uh, from uh, the way I look at the group stage, and you gotta like bear in mind in terms of how the schedule plays into it, because the first matchup uh, in Group B for Germany is Japan. And I could see a scenario where Japan manages to draw with Germany. And I I know people are going to say that's crazy. But Japan actually has decent talent that can attack. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Minamino plays for Liverpool. Uh, He... uh, he used to play at Monaco. Good striker, uh, good touch. Like Japan can actually score on this Germany squad, in my opinion, because Germany has not looked good in a couple of years. Uh, they didn't have a good Euro. They didn't look good in Nations League. It's an, you know, they've been cycling out their older players. But 
I, I would say that when they went through qualifiers, they had such a cupcake schedule that, you know, I, I still, I, I'm still not sold on this Germany squad. I, I mean, you got Leroy Sané, uh, you got Kai Havertz, who literally is one of the most inefficient strikers you will ever see. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I keep saying it, like, I am... I'm very interested in in this group because Spain is minus one twenty to, uh, to win the group. Spain isn't even um, uh, playing that great right now. It, it, there there are real chances because Spain plays a very defensive style where they do ball position. They're not pushing pushing their advantages. Spain could be the team that uh, slips on a banana peel. I just think Germany's more vulnerable to Japan. Where if you get a draw against uh, Germany, Japan is set up where Spain and Germany can play each other. If Spain ekes out a victory over Germany, Germany can find itself in a position in the third game where Costa Rica, uh, Costa Rica, I expect to lose all their games. But if Germany can find themselves in a position where if Japan can put up goals against Costa Rica. Spain plays Japan in that third game. You could get a scenario where Spain plays light, plays uh plays a very defensive game, just lets Japan eat through with a nil-nil draw. They don't go crazy. And then it puts the onus on Germany to run up the score against Costa Rica. Which could easily happen. But we've seen we've seen that scenario play out where the team that needs to run up the score knows that they need to run up the score, starts pressing, and they don't necessarily get to run up the score. Like that's what I'm saying. Uh, this is an awkward group where if you look at the odds, Spain's minus one twenty, Germany's plus uh, one ten. You could take a shot at Japan at plus fourteen hundred to advance out of Group B. And and be the wild card team in the group stage. I know some people think it's uh, uh, it's Serbia because of the uh, essentially what amounts to a group of death kind of scenario, but it's not really. I, I just look at it where you know. I really think it's. Uh, I think it's Japan. That's that team that. Folks aren't paying enough attention to. Uh, as I said, Costa Rica should be a doormat this tournament. But, um, you know, it, it, it's it's a... It, Joel Campbell is still playing. Uh, I mean, Costa Rica. It, it, God bless Joel Campbell. Um, but uh, to me, I just don't see much out of Group E from Costa Rica. To me, the team to watch in Group E is Japan. That first game against uh, Germany, huge. If Germany looks good, okay, then we can actually start uh, taking Germany serious about winning um, the group outright. But if Germany has their slip-ups, which we've we've seen them do on the international stage lately, uh, there's a real chance we get an upset in, in uh, Group E. Moving on, the Group F. Belgium, Croatia, Morocco, and Canada. You know, 
people are saying that Canada got uh, a, a, a rough, uh, a rough uh, go of it. I didn't think they were going to advance out of this group, but the uh, the issue is um, Alfonso Davies, uh, who plays for Bayern Munich, um, obviously got hurt in the run-up to the tournament. You know, it's a hamstring injury. You don't know how the hammy's going to respond. They say he's going to be ready to go. We shall see. To me, I I I think that uh, Canada has a puncher's chance of taking out Croatia. Belgium is always considered to be the most dangerous team in the world that's never done it on the, the biggest stage of them all. They're ranked number two in the world for a reason. They got. They still got De Bruyne. They still got Lukaku. Eden Hazard can still go. Listen, Belgium has the talent. Do I trust uh, Belgium at all? No. But the guy to kind of look out for on the Belgium side is uh, 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 Leandro uh, Trossard. Uh, Trossard has been crushing it. At Brighton, you may see Trossard be the breakout player that folks kind of know, but really don't know on the international stage. They're like the Premier League fans know uh, of his work uh, over the past eighteen months, but the international stage doesn't know mainly because it's Brighton. Um, but I, I, I look at this uh, group and say it's Belgium clears day. Uh, I mean, Belgium's only minus one sixty three to go through. I think that line is 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 looking low. I think it's clear Belgium's the best team in the group. Croatia is. I mean, come on, Perisic and Modric. I mean, uh, look at Modric. I mean, listen, fantastic career, play hard, but. They've got an aging roster. Like, to me, Croatia's the team that I think folks are... They're plus 225 to win the group. But Croatia, much like Germany, like, they're in the position Germany was a couple of years ago where, you know, they've, they've had this golden generation of players. And it's not quite time. Like, they don't know... Who the hell to replace them with, and they and they're running it back with this group again. The issue I see with Croatia is the fact that they are still up there in age, and I just look at this as you know you're gonna have you know the temperatures like you we're not gonna hit uh, a high nineties a hundred degree day uh, thankfully. Um, but it's still going to be uh, pretty hot and humid. Like, Croatia's one of those teams where I kind of worry about in a uh, hotter climate tournament as they get into the second half. It, you know, they're in a group where between Canada and Morocco, they're going to try to push the pace on them. And I think they can give Croatia trouble. I, I truly do. I mean, I don't think Croatia can beat Belgium unless Belgium slips on a banana peel, which they are prone to do in international competition. Let's not kid ourselves here. But 
to me, with the other teams in this group and the athleticism and youth on all the other squads, I think Croatia is in a little bit of a pickle. I think Croatia, you can, uh, because of their age, uh, I, I I question their ability to hang around um, long term in the tournament, but I think in these uh, initial group stage games, I think if they get pushed hard, uh, you know the rotation is going to be important for Croatia. In my opinion, they're going to have to rotate players out um, before they get to the knockout stage because I I don't think they can keep rolling with that group all three games. I I think they're. Uh, there's a real concern that they drop one of these games. And again, um, depends on how the, uh, some of the games play out, but you could get those scenarios where somebody gets a draw, Croatia needs to win. I think they lose to Belgium because um, I think they try to go after Belgium, um, even even though they probably should be trying to play for the tie. I think they think they can beat Belgium straight up, and I think that plays into Belgium's hands. Um, I, I I have concerns about Croatia. But, but I know most people don't. I know most people don't. I think uh, people uh, feel very confident with Croatia. I just have uh, concerns there. So, you know, you want to take a dark horse. I, I got no issues with uh, taking Morocco plus 1,000 or Canada plus 1,200 because I, I think Croatia is there to be had. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Group G. We get the favorite, Brazil. And, you know, people are going to talk about Neymar. I mean, Neymar is, uh, you could say he's the best player on the team, but, like, he he doesn't live up to that expectation. The best 
The guy in the best form on this squad is Gabriel Jesus, who currently plays for Arsenal. Um, he got he he got sent packing by Pep Guardiola. He's had a chip on his shoulder the entire year, and has been playing his ass off. I expect Gabriel Jesus to be a force in this tournament to say, "Hey, I can still go." And he has not had good uh, World Cup uh, uh, results, uh, and even Copa America, he hasn't been good. Like in my opinion, so he actually has a chance to. Take more of a standout performance. I like Jesus in here. Richarlison, um, you know, master of the dark arts, uh, taking dives. Uh, but that's going to be Neymar's job. Um, we'll see if uh, Gabriel Martinelli uh, makes a starting 11. Um, I already talked about uh, Vinicius uh, previously. Uh, Pedro, like, Brazil is just deep. They are deep. And the crazy part is, Brazil hasn't won the, uh, the trophy in 20 years. It's 20 years. You, it's, it's crazy at this point. Um, when you look at how many guys have played uh, uh, for Brazil internationally in the World Cup, I mean, yes, it's once every four years, but when you start thinking about it, Brazil hasn't won in 20 years. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> like Br- Br- Brazil is basically a top three favorite every year. Uh, this is a more akin to the Yankees not winning, uh, for 30 years. Uh, like that, that's the way I got to look at it. It's like, uh, Brazil not winning a world cup. It, it's a big deal when Brazil doesn't win the world cup. It's like the, you, you get, <laughs> I mean, people get, you think, you think people get angry with, uh, teams not winning the Super Bowl, uh, like, uh, the Yankees, like they ain't nothing when Brazil gets knocked out of a world cup. Um, it is like a national tragedy. Uh, so, uh, but you know, yes, there are other teams in group G, but, uh, it, the, it starts and ends with Brazil. They're winning this group. Uh, Serbia is the next best squad. In my opinion, the Swiss, I, 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 I question, I question a, a, a Swiss here because, uh, We'll get to the Swiss, but the reason why I say Serbia is the next best um, team in this group is Mitrovic. Mitrovic has been playing on a different level right now uh, at the forward level. And if you pair Mitrovic and Vlaho- uh, Dusan Vlahovic, I-, I think it's 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 a it's a problem. It's a problem for teams not named Brazil, mainly because Brazil will have possession of the ball. So. Um, you can't set up Mitrovic and Vlahovic if you don't have the ball. Um, Dusan Tadic and uh, Kostic uh, are going to be able to have control in the midfield and cross the ball over against everyone but Brazil in this group. Um, to me, it's uh, Serbia 2. They're plus uh, 600 advance out of the group. Brazil's minus 275. I go with them. Uh, people have the Swiss ranked above Serbia. I got issues with this one. Um, yeah, Shakiri is still playing on this squad. Doesn't have the speed anymore. I, I don't. I don't necessarily believe in Embolo as a striker to the extent that he is in the same level as uh, Mitrovic and Vlahovic right now. I, I think he's a step below. 
I just think that the options on Serbia are stronger for what Switzerland wants to do. The Swiss could, uh, the Swiss could like pull it out. Like in the odds makers have the Swiss favored uh, to advance out of groups at uh, plus four fifty. I just think Serbia is better. Um, I, I, I just think it, it's just one of those things. Um, the reason why Cameroon. You know, I think Cameroon's a solid squad. If they were in a different group, if they, you know, if they had swapped places with a team like Japan, I, I think uh, Cameroon could advance. I, I think uh, Cameroon has uh, talent uh, with uh, Ch- uh, Chupo Moting and Akuba, uh, uh, Abukaba, uh, Abu Bakar, uh, but uh, I just. Kambi also uh, is an interesting guy to keep tabs on for Cameroon. Physicality-wise, you know, again, warmer climate. I I expect these guys to be able um, to give uh, people trouble. It's just this is not the group to match up with because they're not going to be able to possess the ball enough to hit teams on the counter effectively uh, with a, a... as much as they need to, like they they need they need a slower ass team to go up against, and like that's that's the problem. Like I I just don't think this is the group for them. Uh, you know, it's not that I think that they can't uh, win games at the World Cup. I just think that the teams that they're paired off against, it's just not a good matchup for Cameroon in general. I I'd, I'd rather see them in uh, France's group or. Uh, or uh, Spain's group, uh, just to be perfectly honest with you guys. Um, but um, without much further ado, let's get to the final group, Group H, uh, led by Portugal. Um, you know, no one knows what the hell's going on with Ronaldo. Is Ronaldo actually going to play? Uh, I You, you got to think Ronaldo's going to play. I mean, you think Portuguese football, it's Ronaldo. Uh, I, I think people will have, like, uh, fits if Ronaldo doesn't play. But the truth of the matter is, there are a bunch of dudes on, like, uh, uh, Portugal that can go. Uh, like, you know, and uh, people are going to point to Bruno Fernandes, but Bruno Fernandes does not play well in international competition. This could change. This could change with this World Cup, but um, Bruno Fernandes has struggled in international competition. I'm looking at Cancelo, I'm looking at Leal, I'm looking at Andre Silva, uh, Cachalo Ramos. Uh, they, you know, they, there are enough dudes on Portugal uh, in their in their bench and, and starting group that they don't need Ronaldo. Ronaldo essentially is a very, very good-looking, uh, like a antique car it's like uh, i would say it's it, he he was like the lamborghini and now he's like the antique car that you take out to car shows but you can't actually drive on the road for any significant amount of time because it's going to break down on you um ronaldo to me should not be starting games he should be kind of being used in that 70th minute to be a closer um if they need need him in games uh but i think ronaldo is just going to be out there regardless, and it's going to be harder to take Ronaldo out of games um, if he's not having an impact. Um, 
But given the blowups uh, Ronaldo has had at Manchester United this year, going scorched earth in a very, very messy interview uh, with the Athletic, uh, just uh, calling out everyone in the organization um, that it, you can think of. I I look at it from the standpoint of if uh, you get Ronaldo motivated, which he should be. This is his last World Cup. Uh, you know, a, there are a lot of guys in their last World Cup. I I, I think uh, Portugal is one of those teams. You you cannot sleep on Portugal winning the World Cup outright. You you just cannot. They're minus one sixty three to win the group. The reason why they're only minus 163 is because Uruguay is very dangerous. Uh, you know, so Luis Suarez and, <laughs> and Cavani are just one, just like two very different offensive players, but they can they can put the ball in the back of the net. They just know how to get dirty looking goals done, especially in their national competition. So that's why people are not giving as much odds to uh, Portugal locking down this group. Uruguay, very good. Um, Valverde has been uh, just the best player on Real Madrid at, for uh, point blank. Uh, like I think he's been the best player on Real Madrid uh, for quite some time. You got Darwin Nunez on that squad as well. You know, I, I think... Uruguay, dangerous squad to uh, go up against. They're plus 200. They can make some noise in this tournament. Um, You know, someone is going to get Uruguay as a draw in the knockout rounds. And they're going to be a difficult team to deal with. Um, But uh, in terms of... uh, uh, You got to look at some of these other groups. I mean, uh, these other teams in the group. Um, South Korea... Listen, Jiming Song, Yuming Song is, uh, you know, if he was completely healthy, I'd have more faith in this South Korea team. Um, uh, you know, I always call him Korean Messi because of the plays he can make in the open field. I mean, he's dealing with a face fracture. He's going to be wearing like kind of a, uh, a protective mask. He'll 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 look. He'll look like Phantom of the Opera, um, to be perfectly honest. And, you know, when you wear masks like that, it impacts your vision. It impacts what you can kind of see in the field. Can you make the runs that you normally would make? I, I just I just have a lot of question marks about South Korea um, and Sun. Uh, the thing is, like, without Sun, you know, I don't think they have uh, enough talent to overcome the uh the squads like they'll be prepared but Uruguay and Portugal are just very difficult squads to go up against if you're not at full strength and I don't think uh, they are um you know Wong is uh he he Chan Wong uh, plays for um uh, Wolves in the Premier League you know solid but I wouldn't necessarily say it's a big deal. Uh, I expect a Korea to beat Ghana. Um, Ghana is, uh, you know, talented, but they're a really young squad. Um, you know, they've had stronger squads in the past make the World Cup. This is not one of their stronger uh, groups. Uh, you know, it's not like they're a pushover, 
but compared to the other teams in this uh, uh, bracket, uh, they are the weakest team. Even with a compromised son, I think uh, uh, South Korea beats them. Um, but uh, it's to me, I, I just look at it from uh, the standpoint of if we if we get uh, if we get Portugal and Uruguay going through, um, and it gets interesting if Uruguay pulls this off and they win the group, Portugal is without question, in my opinion the most dangerous number two qualifier if somehow they don't win this group. You know, and granted, could somebody else slip on a banana peel that's a heavy favorite to win a group and then become the next favorite group? But certainly possible. But if there was a team that didn't win their group that I wouldn't want to be facing in knockout rounds, it uh, it is without question Portugal. So... Again, those are my thoughts. I'm going to go and just kind of summarize whom I expect uh, to win the World Cup. Uh, In in my opinion, I think you you have to take a serious look. And again, it's France. It's France. Like, I, I, I keep... I keep saying it, like, even with the Benzema injury, France is so dangerous with what they can do. You'd, you'd, I think that when Mbappe turns it on, I don't think people can handle them on the international stage. Like, these squads, it, it the speed is different. So, to me, I look at, I look at France. I know people are saying Brazil is the favorite. Don't get me wrong. Brazil is incredibly dangerous. But I think when you look at all these teams that play their A game, I think France France is, 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 is that squad that I'm not sure how many teams are going to beat them playing their best when France is at their best. Um, Brazil certainly can do it. Don't get me wrong. But... I've seen Neymar shrink in enough big games at this point that I got more confidence in Mbappe getting it done than I do in Neymar. So that's going to do it for me uh, uh, with the breakdown for the World Cup. Obviously, as the tournament goes along, um, we'll have uh, some more coverage on it, but I at least wanted to get out um, some of the odds, just kind of look at through everything. But, uh, you know... Uh, as I said before, you know Brazil's uh, around plus three, uh, uh, plus three hundred uh, to win outright. You got uh, France at plus seven hundred, so you know it's a uh, it's a decent option. And then Portugal, don't sleep on them. Plus fourteen hundred, do not sleep on them. It, you know I know the Ronaldo situation. People want to talk about is he going to play or not. To me, I think Portugal's better without Ronaldo, <laughs> like playing. Um, so we're gonna see uh, how that team looks, but uh, it should be a very interesting tournament. Again, we've never had a tournament in the middle of the professional season, so some of these squads are gonna look real rough because they didn't get any practice time. Just be prepared for that. So if you see more low-scoring games, um, that's possible. Or you could see a shellacking come out because 
once a team concedes, uh, them trying to play in and not having much practice, it, it could open up the floodgate. So you could get some, uh, you could definitely get some uh, issues in terms of uh, performances. So uh, don't fall, like I said, don't get too comfortable with your squads after the first game. First game means a lot. A team like the U.S. needs to win. Uh, needs to. Uh, they don't have to win, but they cannot lose against Wales. Like that's just one of those things uh, because Iran is very dangerous uh, for a team like the U.S. Uh, with the players that they've got. They cannot drop that game to Wales um, to begin off. I, I don't see the U.S. coming back from that, but. Um, you know, just uh, for a recap for those of you who didn't remember what I said uh, in the at the outset of this uh, tournament. So um, I'm going to get on out of here. Uh, best of luck to everyone. Enjoy the tournament. Hopefully we get a good one with all the things going on in the background with Qatar and how this was set up. It, you know, let's just hope the soccer on the field uh, kind of displaces uh uh, what you, you're kind of seeing uh, on uh, on the back pages on some of these articles. So um, not to ignore anything, but uh, hopefully the soccer quality um, with the timing and everything else uh, can live up to World Cup standards. So, uh, yep, that's all I got. Take it easy, folks. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.